but what I see a lot of people do is use hashtags in their bio. And I'm not sure why, um, because what this does is it will, you know, send traffic away from your profile. Welcome to Millennium Grinders, the podcast for creatives and marketers who are navigating the difficult path to success as entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Erica Peter. If you are using Instagram for your business, you know that hashtags are necessary to grow your reach. But necessary doesn't mean easy. Between finding the right hashtags, knowing how to use them, or how to optimize your hashtag strategy, using hashtags can feel overwhelming. That's why for this episode, I interviewed Milou Peterson, a social media strategist who I like to call the hashtag queen. Hello, Milou. Welcome to the Million Grinders podcast. Thank you for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Erica. Of course. I mean, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it for months, so I'm just happy we're finally doing it. For those who don't know you, would you introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Okay, so my name is Milu. Um, I usually go by Mel, and I'm the founder and owner of Simply Media and Advertising. Um, we're a boutique social media marketing agency that helps mainly service providers uh, with organic social media marketing strategies. Perfect. So as you know, today I want to talk about hashtags. I think it's something that is not really well understood. And I'm sure that the creatives and marketers who are listening to us will be so happy to get your tips. But before jumping into the subject, I want to know a bit more about you, you know, like how you became the hashtag queen that you are today. <laughs> so yeah, so tell me a bit about your story. How did you end up creating your own social media agency? Yes, definitely. So uh, in university, I actually studied advertising, uh, media and advertising. And so, you know, that focuses a lot on traditional advertising. Uh, I got into a, a student job at my college where I was selling traditional advertising and a little bit of digital advertising um, for the university. And I, I was really successful at it. And it, it made me realize um, how much I loved doing that and how I wanted to do something for myself. And, and work for myself. Um, and so that's when I decided and came up with, you know, I love social media and there's a huge market in, you know, social media marketing and I can help businesses with their social media instead of, you know, selling advertising to them. Mm -hmm. So what attracted you so much about social media? Um, so I think it's just advertising as a whole really, you know, uh, intrigues me in the way things work, uh, the strategies, Uh, how people are, get convinced and I mean we you know it's undeniable how how big uh, of a role social media plays these days um, and that's why I really you know thought it was interesting and and plus the fact that you know it all happens online and you know I, I've traveled a lot and lived in in many different countries my whole life and you know I wanted to be able to do something that I could do from anywhere. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um Did you have a plan at that time, you know, when you decided to go on your own? Yeah, so no, I did not really have a plan, to be honest. Um, so I was a, I was a college athlete. Uh, I played um, tennis for, for the university. And so I did already a lot of private coaching on the side. And, you know, I never, like my, it was never my idea to continue with that necessarily as, you know, as an income. Um, but, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, it's a great, side hustle to keep in order to you know build something up 
Um, so I, I decided to continue with that. And I had a bunch of side hustles, you know, um, to make it work until I could, you know, fully support myself. To make it work. Okay, so what was the turning point that made you realize that you could do it full time? Um, I, I think my plan was always to do it full time. But, you know, in the beginning, you know, first of all, no one knows you or, you know, I wasn't known for doing social media like I was known to coach tennis or, or play tennis. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it, it just takes time in the beginning, you know, getting that brand awareness, uh, getting people uh, to know what you're actually doing and offering. And so I think after about a year or when, you know, COVID first started, I would say that's when, you know, my side hustles kind of died down. You know, I wasn't able to to give tennis lessons and stuff like that. So that's when I focused 200% on, you know, just social media and it picked up like crazy. And that's when I realized, you know, I don't even need to to do that things on the side anymore. It's crazy when you think about it. There are so many businesses that in some way were helped because of the pandemic. Yeah, I think I think a lot of businesses, because, you know, you get forced into a certain challenge or a certain situation. And, you know, you, you really decide what you're going to do with that. Are you going to let it push you down or are you going to use it to your advantage in, in one way or another? Exactly. Okay, so let's talk about the topic. Um, and I want to start with a simple question. What are hashtags? How would you define them? So hashtags are really, you know, a way to reach a, a bigger audience, um, a way to increase your exposure and reach. And, you know, mainly, obviously, on, on Instagram, they're, they're a huge deal. Why are they so important? Um, so they are so important because, you know, in the end, we want to reach more people than, than just our, our current audience and our, our followers. And if you want to grow your audience, if you want to be seen by more people uh, like your target audience, you need to use hashtags. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are different types of hashtags. Um, I'm thinking about those that are based on the location, some are way more trendy. So would you elaborate and explain what are the different hashtags so that people understand which one they should consider for their own business? Yeah, so there are there are honestly like a lot of different categories. Um, some people go into very detailed, but the main ones I would say are, you know, location, hashtags, uh, industry hashtags is a very big one, uh, niche hashtags that focus a bit more, you know, on who actually you serve in your industry. And um, then we're looking at, you know, a branded hashtag, which only really includes, um, you know, your brand name or maybe in ca- a campaign that you're running. Um, for example, for you, it could be as well as, you know, millennial grinders to where you create a collection of the podcasts, for example. Another real big one is uh, photo-specific hashtags that I call them. They're really, uh, you know, super relevant to the photo that you're posting, the graphic that you're posting, and the content that you're writing about. Okay, so there are so many categories. So how can someone find the best hashtags for their brand? Yeah, that's a great question. So what I always suggest is, you know, um, first of all, what are your goals, right? Who do you want to reach? Um, from your target audience and also like what type of business do you have so for example someone that would be like a local business obviously will really benefit from a majority of location hashtags or using hashtags that the local communities use 
Um, they, and they would be less relevant for someone that works remotely, that works from anywhere, that might not necessarily want to attract um, a local audience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, earlier you were talking about branded hashtags. Would you explain to me when these are useful? Yeah, so I think um, it, it really depends. They're obviously, they have a quite a different purpose from the other categories, as you know, It is not in the beginning, especially when you're building brand awareness, it's not super likely for someone to search a hashtag with your brand name. But over time, you definitely increase the collection of, of, you know, of your brand. And so I have a client that has a really big uh, brand hashtag right now, and which is really cool because, you know, a lot of people start using it um, to share content on there. And it gives you like more exposure it gives you more user-generated content as well so do you think that someone who's starting out should start building that branded hashtags or is it something that should come later on so i think if you really want to build that up um i would start right away um it really it really depends um it's really personal preference to be honest Uh, but also something you can do that I've noticed is that, you know, if you want want them in your collection, you might have forgotten to add them here and there. You can still add them, um, let's say, in this moment where you comment on your post with your branded hashtag, and then they will be in that collection still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, when it comes to hashtags, some have a bigger audience than others. And I'd like to know, when is it recommended to use those that have a bigger audience? And when is it recommended to use those that have a smaller audience? Yeah, that's another good question. So uh, the bigger hashtags are usually, generally speaking, they work better for bigger accounts. And this this has a lot to do, you know, obviously with the density of the hashtag. Um, because really a bigger hashtag, what that means is that more people are using that hashtag um, So what you would see, for example, if you go into the recent post in a hashtag of a big hashtag, you will see that the post refresh very quickly because so many people are using it. And as we know, you know, a lot of people engage through recent hashtags. And so you would kind of get lost in the content there. Um, And so and mainly another thing is like if we're talking about hashtag ranking, um, It isn't as likely because, because again, generally speaking, the big hashtags um, in the top, they get a lot of engagement on their post. And so you're competing with the people that get an insane amount of engagement. Mm-hmm. What is a good way to find the good hashtags? Yeah, so I think um, you, I personally prefer, you know, manual research um, just because, you know, with a tool, you still kind of rely on, you know, technology and you know, make thinking that the algorithm of that tool, you know, knows their way. So I personally still prefer manual research, you know, going into Instagram, searching for um, hashtags that are relevant to your business, your industry, etc. And then what you will see is that Instagram will list a bunch of hashtags, like relevant to what, what you typed into the search bar. And then what you can do is go in there, look at their size, look at the type of posts that people are posting in that hashtag, which is very important as well. Because, for example, hashtag motivational quotes might have, you know, only posts with people posting quotes versus a photo. So that that way, you know that, you know, that hashtag wouldn't work as good on a on a photo as it would on a actual graphic. Okay, so let's say I've done my research, I have my list of hashtags. Now, 
how should I organize it? So honestly, this goes back to, you know, what works best for you. Um, do you want to organize them by size? Do you want to organize them by category? Um, honestly, it's really what, what works best for you. Um, but yeah, the most common ways is organizing them, you know, by size and by category, or maybe even doing both to where you have them in categories and you, you have them listed from small to large. That way, you know, it's very organized. It's very quick to access and say, okay, um, today I want to use location hashtags. I'm going to use a combination of smaller and bigger ones. And you can see right away which ones to use. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now let's say I have my list of hashtags. I put them, you know, like in categories and so forth. So I'm ready to use them on the platform. So one of the things that people talk a lot about are the number of hashtags. You know, there is a limit. Uh, it's 30. And some say to use them all. And others say that choosing 30 hashtags is not a good strategy. And I know that I don't want to put you on the spot. I know that you don't have all the answer. I know that yeah. ultimately it's Instagram who has it. Uh, but my question is, does it really matter? So what I, I think that matters more, not the number of hashtags you use, but the hashtags that you decide to use and whether they, you know, fit, they're relevant, um, they're well-researched um, and are applicable for your post. Um, because if you can use 30 hashtags, they're all relevant to your post and the content you're posting, then that's great. Uh, but what I find a lot of the time is that, you know, people are scraping to make it to 30 hashtags, um, which comes across very spammy if you start adding, you know, the most random stuff in there just to make the 30 and hope that you'll reach more people. So I think there's no magic number. It's more that, if you know, make sure there are quality, good hashtags that are specific and relevant to the content. That's all. Like, if you can do that with 30, then great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like speaking about spammy, I feel like whenever you see so many hashtags, that's when you have that feeling. Yeah. Which led me to the question about where to put those hashtags. Oftentimes, I hear some people say that you have to put them further down if you're using them in, in your caption because it can look spammy. I'm sure it's, again, it's it depends. But what I really want to know is, should people put their hashtags in the caption or in the comment? Uh, again, I feel like this is a personal preference. Like from my performance and, and clients I've seen is that there's, there's no huge difference between the comments and and the caption, um, you know, like both have performed well. Um, so yeah, I think it, it is personal preference and and what you prefer. Like some people like don't like to have it in the caption because of the way it looks. Um, but I think, you know, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But especially that, you know, I understand that it looks spammy, but at the same time, we are all using them. So I think it's it's a strange way of thinking, you know? Oh, yeah. it can look spammy, but at the same time, we actually need them. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's a good point because I've, I've had a, a personal branding client before that, that actually told me exactly what you said. Like, oh, I don't like to use more than three hashtags or whatever because I think it looks looks desperate or spammy like you say but in, you know I, I don't think it is um, you know it's Instagram if you want to thrive on Instagram then you know you got to make the most out of it mm -hmm. exactly I mean on Instagram you have to use all their tools <laughs> yeah definitely okay so should people use hashtags all the time or 
are then not always necessary? Um, so I think, again, this depends on the type of account you have. What I've noticed with larger accounts that have great engagement, you know, uh, I've noticed that hashtags don't even work that consistently with them. And you often see that, you know, with large influencers, they barely use them or they might use just three of them. Um, so I think especially when you're a small account and want to grow and reach people out, like outside your followers, um, you definitely have to use them. And for bigger accounts, like I said, I think, you know, it's, it's up to them. I would still use at least, you know, a, a couple of them, but to use big sets like you would on a small account, uh, I think it's personal preference. Okay, so now I've been using my hashtags. So how to make sure that my hashtags are working for me? How to optimize my hashtag strategy? Yeah, so for, for this, what I, what I usually do is like, I obviously always look into, you know, Instagram statistics on how where your traffic is coming from. I always look, you know, what kind of traffic is coming from hashtags and how high is that number in, you know, proportion with the people I've, I am reaching. So like, um, you might think 10 is, is a low number, but if you reached 20 people with your post and 10 are coming from hashtags, then obviously that's, that's really high. That's like 50%. So that's what I really mainly look at. And that's how you can determine, you know, whether, um, whether they are working. Um, cause obviously, you know, if you're not ranking, then it becomes a little bit harder, but if you do rank, then what I do is I go into every specific hashtag and, and, and check if I'm anywhere in the top, it doesn't even have to be top nine. It might be, you know, the second nine posts in, in the hashtag. And that's how you specifically would find out, um, what hashtags are working well. Mm -hmm. So how often should people check the hashtags analytics? Is it? Once a month, every week, every day? So honestly, what I, I would recommend is, you know, check on the day of the post. Um, especially, I mean, obviously, like I'm on, on social media all the time. So it's easier to set, to say for me than maybe, you know, someone else. Um, but really, like on the day that you're posting it, that's when you can really see, you know, what action is going on. If your number is not moving much anymore at some point, then pretty much you that's the final number for you. Um, so yeah, I would recommend in the day and then weekly I, I look into, you know, what, what posted well with what hashtags that week and, um, make sure to use some of those in those sets again. Uh, and again, they need to be relevant to the post, but yeah. Okay. How would you recommend someone who's not a social media strategist to just keep track of their hashtag strategy to make sure that they improve and optimize it. Yeah. Um, so in, in terms of that, there are a couple of tools, tools out there that you could use. I think one of the well-known ones is uh, Flick hashtags. Uh, they do have great analytics. Um, so that could, that's what I recommend people that, you know, don't have the time to spend on, you know, always watching their hashtags because what Flick will do is um, in terms of analytics, they will tell you um, where you ranked and, and how high you ranked. So even if you were in the top 50, Flick can actually tell you that. So that is actually quite handy. Um, but still, again, I've noticed that it does not always work. I've seen my posts rank before and, and the, the software didn't catch on so that I always, I am always a bit wary of that. But yeah, so that is a great way to still keep track. Uh, and, you know, a lot of social media management tools 
will um, give you some insights as well on you know where most of your interactions come from so then you can just look at it monthly or weekly whatever you know fits your schedule and and optimize them that way okay so another way people can use their hashtags is actually in their stories do you recommend people to do it and if you do or don't tell me why yeah so personally i've not not seen a return really from using them in stories like i do i do put them most of the time just to see you know if something comes from it but i've personally not seen a great return um from that but you know if again if that were if it's working for you and and you notice you know an increase in views or profile visits or whatever from it then definitely keep doing it uh, but personally i've noticed that even if you use them you don't always show up in the hashtag story um so yeah it is a bit yeah so so with stories okay i get it so we've covered a lot of things and i want to make sure that we cover it all so i'm going to let you talk about the don'ts the things that people should not do in order to rank better have a better reach with their hashtags yeah okay so that was actually funny because i was just thinking of a of a don't and it's a bit of a pet peeve of mine but what i see a lot of people do is use hashtags in their bio and and i'm not sure why um because what this does is it will you know send traffic away from your profile and i'm talking about non-branded hashtags so sometimes i see people use hashtag social media manager hashtag social media marketer in their bio but what this does is you know people will click on that in your bio and what they will see is they will see you know hundreds or thousands of your competitors that they they can work with instead and yeah I, i still see a lot of people make this mistake um and i you know i think why they might do this is because when you're in the Instagram bio, um, Instagram actually tells you, hey, you know, you can tag somebody in your bio or use hashtags. And so people are probably like, oh, that's great. People will be able to find me. But, you know, bios don't show up on hashtags. So really all you want to use in your bio is your branded one. Um, yeah. So that is a, a massive don't that I still see happening a lot. Um, some other things are, you know, don't make up your own hashtags unless it's your branded hashtags. I, I sometimes still see this uh, where people just make up their own thing or write almost a full sentence in the hashtag. Um, so yeah, that's something you don't want to do. Um, make Just make sure you research them, um, check them out. Also make sure they're not banned. Um, you know, when you manually go into Instagram, you will notice it say that there are no more posts on there. You will see posts on there, but you'll you'll notice when it's banned. Um, so you yeah you want to stay away from that. And yeah, so those are some big pointers. I mean, the one for the bio it was mind blowing for me because I've seen people doing it. I've never considered myself doing it, but I've never thought about the fact that it would just show your competition. You know what yeah. I mean? So. <laughs> And I hope people will stop doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, or they can keep doing it and, you know, they'll end on someone else. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Okay, so we talked about the don'ts. So now I want to talk about the do's. I know we mentioned a couple of things uh, throughout this interview, but what are the things that you want people to do right now in order for them to improve their hashtag strategy? Yeah, so something that you can do, like a quick thing to do is what I also recommend a lot of people is like leave a little bit of room like 
if you have still room in the 30 hashtags for the, the that specific day that you're posting because most likely you're going to have a bunch of hashtag hashtags researched but leave a little bit of room to make very specific hashtags so a good example of that is you know i i like to sometimes um post about coffee or it's show an image of coffee and maybe talk about you you know an analogy between coffee and social media and what i will do is i leave a little bit of room to for hashtags such as virtual coffee uh, coffee lovers um, coffee lovers unite for example and um because it's, it is specific to the photo that i'm posting and you know when people look for coffee lovers I'm sure they're wanting to see, you know, a photo of coffee. So what I've noticed is when I do that, um, I often rank on those hashtags as well because they are what people are looking for. So you really want to keep in mind um, that, you know, you, you think about your hashtags in the sense that are people searching for this? Are they going to want to see my post when they look for this? Like, is, does it make sense? Is it relevant? Um, so, yeah, those are some big do's. Okay. So before closing, I actually have a last question regarding that. You talked about using this type of hashtags, which are not necessarily in linked with your own business. And I guess that it's more a feeling and it's more a way to, you know, in some way, like create a community and brand yourself. So I guess my question is, do people always need to mix it up a little bit? Meaning having hashtags that are very specific and having hashtags that allow them to actually show a little bit of their personality. Yeah, so I definitely think you should mix it up. Um, and I don't mean mix it up, like change your set every single time, because also that's something I've noticed um, is that it takes a little bit of time for Instagram to catch on to your hashtag sets. And so for me, like I only slightly change the sets on all my posts because I know they work well. And so, um, yeah, you can always mix it up, and especially when you notice that your your strategy is kind of dying or all of a sudden your numbers are dropping like crazy. I think that's really when it's time to refresh and look look at your sets again and come up, you know, adjust the strategy, come up with some new hashtags. Yeah. Okay. Well, Milu, thank you so much for taking the time to answer my questions. It was very useful. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Of course. So before leaving, would you tell my audience where they could find you? Yes, I'm, I'm most active on Instagram um, at Simply Media Advertising, where media and advertising share the A. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Same to you. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you rate this podcast a five star. It will help me keep this going. Talk to you soon.